the Reconstructionist Radio Podcast Network presents Worldview Media Podcast, where Gordon and Joyce Runyon view popular media through the lens of the biblical five-point covenant model to help believers appreciate and apply principles of exciting narrative and engaging storytelling. (laughs) We are coming to you live. Why do we even bother? <laughs> Being live or what? <laughs> Coming to you. Y'all are crazy. <laughs> 20 seconds in and this is already a disaster. <laughs> you didn't talk for like five seconds. You just started and stared at us all individually. It was weird. Man. Everybody knows you talk first. Coming to you live. <laughs> I can't do it. I'll do it. What do you want me to say? <laughs> just, it, you I'll have to it make it up on the fly. <coughs> what is this about? It's just, just Justice, Justice League. Go ahead. Coming to you live from inside. Coming to you live from inside a rundown manor with some suspicious flying rats. <laughs> You're not rats. No. That's bad. Void. Uh, <laughs> Divorce. <laughs> Disgusting. Ready? Coming to you live from inside... A really freaky mother box. Ooh. It is the Worldview Media Podcast. My name is Gordon Runyon. I'm your host, such as it is. (laughs) That's what we got. (laughs) To my right on your radio dial is my daughter, Reagan. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Next to her is my wife Joyce. Hello. Hello, hello. At ten o'clock on your clock face it's my daughter Jordan. Hello. And at at nine o'clock, I guess. Eight thirty. My daughter Jordan. What? what? <laughs> I mean, Carmen. Jordan's at 10 and I'm 30. 8.30. She's got superpowers, too. Hello, Carmen. Hello. You are at 8.30. I am at 8.30. Okay. We are going to talk about the wonderful movie Justice League. Wonderful. And in this movie, all the Avengers finally come together <laughs> to face an outer space threat. Finally. And save the world. Uh, so, we have the Justice League. Yeah. Well, not the Avengers. <clears throat> right. And in this movie, Superman is dead. Mm-hmm. Which was a shock to me. You because didn't see, we didn't see Batman versus Superman. Yeah, yeah. Jordan and I saw Batman versus Superman. But I was quick to jump onto the plot because I'm I'm easy. Like <laughs> is like, oh, okay, cool. Superman yeah. said I can live with it. <laughs> Superman, Superman said I'm alive. <laughs> I must be Supergirl. <laughs> anyway, back to the movie. Bruce Wayne. Mm. Who is Batman yes. in real life? Secret. Also, 
he plays Daredevil sometimes. Just on his off time. <laughs> in the 90s. He moonlights as an actor who plays Daredevil. Batman decides that the Earth is probably under attack, and he believes that since Superman is dead, that the only thing that's going to save the world is if he can amass a team of super-powered <laughs> individuals who can thwart the threat. Ooh, nice. Ooh. Yes, that was good. <sighs> and so first part of the movie is him trying to kind of assemble this team and it winds up being Wonder Woman, The Flash and, mm-hmm. and this guy called Cyborg Yes, uh-huh. Victor and Aquaman Aquaman, yeah. he's a fine glass of wine <laughs> Aquaman is Chilled. not lame in this movie I'm... as Aquaman is wont to be Yes Hmm <laughs> If this Aquaman had been Aquaman <laughs> in the Aquaman comics, yeah, I would have read Aquaman comics. There's, I bet there's a Jason Momoa Aquaman comic out I'm talking now. way back in the day. When, With his orange uniform. When comics were printed on parchment. Yeah, he looked like he was in Star Trek. Well, honestly, but though. A, but with swimming. Yeah. He was in Swim Trek. <laughs> That's what he was in. He just didn't have the gold bands yeah. or whatever. Okay, and so there's an interdimensional threat. The 60s band Steppenwolf is returning. <laughs> Ooh, and they come back with a vengeance. <laughs> terrible. <laughs> They're going to destroy the world. Their lead singer has not aged very well. Hmm. Well, you know, he was on hiatus. It was a right. It's been a while. And so this villain named Steppenwolf gathers together these three tesseracts. No. no. You're in another universe. Mother boxes. Three mother, mother boxes. boxes. Yep. And if he can get all three, he will destroy. He'll put them all in one glove, and then he'll be undefeatable. No, no. They fuse together. Oh. And create the unity. Create they, the, the they union. They form a three-in-one unity. I thought they called it the union. That's no, the unity. Oh. They form together <laughs> to make a union. The boxes were to become a unity. Mm. But then... All heck's gonna break loose if he can. Form yeah, the this Earth unity. will be turned into like a it's gonna like be volcanic <clears throat> wasteland. Yeah, like hell. where the wolf likes to live. Yeah, he, he likes it. He, where everybody is forced to listen it. to Steppenwolf music. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, give me your <laughs> overall impressions and what you thought of this movie. Uh. I think that I liked it better than I was sort of expecting to, probably. Uh, I think of the recent DC movies, it's probably not as good as Wonder Woman, but it's definitely not as bad as any of the other things. (laughs) Okay, like... Like like it's way better than Batman vs. Superman was, but it's not... It's probably not better than Wonder Woman was. It's, it's, it, it was all right. It was all right. Okay. Yeah, it was better than I was thinking it was going to be. 
I have to say we saw it in 3D, which is not my favorite format to watch anything in, so I didn't like that. But <laughs> <laughs> formatting issues aside, uh, it wasn't it wasn't <clears throat> bad. I probably laughed. At some places I shouldn't have. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> well, you try. <laughs> and that is the problem. <laughs> oh, boy. All right, Carmen, you're the superhero expert. Give okay. us your expert testimony. Um, I have to say, with Jordan, I did like this a lot better than Superman versus Batman. Um, I liked it better than Henry Cavill's single Superman. And I also liked it better than, you can boo me if you want, but I can't hear you. Um, I also liked it better than the Chris Nolan uh, Batmans. I didn't like those at all. Um, I think the reason this movie worked, personally for me, is that they had a bunch of different characters and they weren't able to make them all Batman. And I think that's the issue that, you know, and I think that's the issue that DC's run into with a lot of their uh, heroes in their recent like television stuff is that, Batman works really well. Like, in the that's recent a good, movie stuff. In the recent movies, yeah. Like, that works really well to have this, like, dark, brooding character who's like, uh, you know. And I think that's what happened. They tried to do that with Henry Cavill's first Superman to make him, like, oh, I'm so powerful, but I have all these gifts, and I just can't understand, and, you know, just tried to make him very deep and dramatic, and that didn't work, you know. And the then Superman they did it. in this movie was Good. Yeah, like the way know, he's portrayed. Yeah, and so in this movie, you have all these different characters. You can't make them all Batman right next to each other. Yeah, you know, and I think that's why Wonder Woman was so good in Superman versus Batman because she couldn't be Batman. She was Wonder Woman. And yeah, they tried to make Superman Batman. It didn't work. They let everybody be their own character, and they had different personalities and ways of going about stuff. And I think that's what really helped this out a lot. Um, if you haven't seen the rest of these. Go ahead and watch it anyway. You can get away with not seeing the rest of them. Like Gregan, she might have seen them before, but she won't remember. Uh, <laughs> you know? So if you have seen True them, enough. you don't know what's going on. You didn't see the first ones. You saw them and you didn't like them. Go ahead and try this out because it's not. I bet you saw Man of Steel way back when it yeah, came I did. out. I did. Yeah, but you don't remember it, do you? It's really good to just. It's a good movie to just jump in and be like, ah, oh, here we go, Justice League. Yeah. I liked it. <laughs> Do you remember it? Do I remember? Uh, yeah, no, it was good. I thought that the characters that they introduced, I know that with um, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, they've had kind of a build-up to get to the point of having the Avengers in that series, and they've had origin stories, and mm-hmm. I kind of feel like this movie got away with not. Yeah, I like that. I thought it was. I thought it was good. We didn't have to have 45-minute backstory for everybody. Yeah. No, that would have been horrid if they had done that. I was also kind of worried that the build-up of the team, like, going and getting everyone was going to take forever, too. I don't know what movie was like that, but there was definitely a movie like that that I remember watching. Well, obviously not well. No, you don't know. You wouldn't be able to. You might just be thinking of something. Anyways, <laughs> go watch it. Take your friends and your family. I don't know. Okay. Why, why do I say that? <coughs> don't invite me on your And did you, uh, <laughs> you normally cry at movies. Did you cry at all in this movie? 
No. I What? I got emotional. I did. A couple I got, times. There was some parts regular the criers. Yeah. There was some parts that I was like, oh, Some references. That's not, that's not okay. But it was Steve Trevor, and we both bawled like babies. Oh, yeah. Steve Trevor. Uh, uh-huh. uh, My heart's still But you actually cried? No, I didn't cry. We both I was just, just I had, They just I felt a moment. Oh, no, you just there was angst. It. It's a hard We would be like, oh. And then where uh, Lois comes back with Clark was really nice, too. That was some good stuff. That didn't affect me too much. Because well, you, you don't remember the first them one. at all. Yeah. Good all right. <laughs> Well, Mom, any overall thoughts? Well, I said I liked it, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> what did you Anything think about the movie? specific that you liked? Uh, well, again, I was watching a 3D movie without oh, my yeah. 3D glasses. <laughs> what? Why didn't you wear the glasses? It's your headache. Because I can't, so, I can't but, do it. I don't know. We're just going to... Specifically... <laughs> What? I thought the, the Flash character was, was pretty good. I wish they had gotten the TV Flash guy, just because he's who I know as the Flash now. Aquaman was really um, a surprise, because having grown up with the Justice League on Saturday mornings, that was not the Aquaman that we had. Thank goodness. Just out of curiosity, does anybody know why they couldn't have the TV Flash? It's a licensing. It's, it's, it's a different universe. Um, it's also a licensing. Oh, really? Yeah. Just because they they have the whole thing. That it's, different studios. Yeah, different stuff. studios. Oh, okay. So, right. but he was kind of an interesting Flash guy, so. I thought he was really good. Ezra yeah, he was kind Miller. of a, um, a comic relief sort sure. of thing. In Which there is too. what All the Flash is supposed to be. Landed. Yeah, so. so that was good. <laughs> I think my favorite part in it, well, there's probably two, when he's talking to... Batman, and he's saying, so what's your superpower? And he just says, well, I'm rich. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And then to realize, I think it's after they've been in some big fight, and he comes back and his shoulder's dislocated. And you see him kind of trying to, you know, like, oh, I'm in pain. And just all the bruises that is on him, it just really makes him very human, where, like, everybody else there is really not... Yeah, you right. know, right. so it really put a, a contrast on on him as just a guy. Yeah. You know, he's him really just a Batman. guy. Yeah. yeah. What was your other favorite part? So you had two. Those two, Those Those two, two. parts. Oh. They were different. Uh-huh. Both with Batman. <laughs> Did you okay. watch the movie? <laughs> <laughs> she tried. And see, that's why you got to watch my movies that I really liked a lot. <laughs> in the opening scenes when they're going through and it's all sad and bleak and everybody's lost hope and it just looks terrible and there's this man sitting on the sidewalk <laughs> that's not and he looks oh, all man. you know kind of down <laughs> well he's like a homeless a man he's a guy why the long face homeless guy <laughs> And then it pulls back, and his sign, it just says, I tried, and I just couldn't <laughs> I started laughing hysterically. It was... Joyce is a good one to take with you for homeless ministry. <laughs> 
sign. I tried. What did you try? <laughs> to not be open. I tried to sushi. make the sign. <laughs> oh, it said here to make a sign. Uh, I tried. You <laughs> should have seen my first one. It was bad. <laughs> Oh, well, I think this is this is obviously the first show I've seen with Ben Affleck as Batman, and yeah. I was not looking forward to what that was going to work out being. And I didn't think it, he was terrible. As no, Batman. he's not a bad he's a Batman. Good, he's, a good he's not great. And in fact, I liked in the movie the fact that Batman was kind of always thinking ahead. Right. And I noticed that too. It was the fact that he had been thinking ahead that saved his life when when uh, Superman comes back and doesn't have his wits about him. Right. Almost kills him, but Spoiler Batman right. has an ace up his sleeve. <laughs> Superman and, comes back. <laughs> and then Oops. also I liked that once Superman was back that they – they showed him being obviously more powerful than everybody else. Right, really being a superman. Yeah. Well, the thing that turned me off to DC Comics when I was a little boy reading comics is that they were very undisciplined about all their superheroes' powers. Mm-hmm. And it was just that they were all as powerful as they wanted them to be at the moment. Yeah. And so... Wonder Woman could be as strong as Superman. And I remember one comic in particular that turned me off from DC forever after that is that uh, <laughs> Superman and Wonder Woman and the Flash all got in a foot race. Uh-huh. And it was a three-way tie. Oh, that's <laughs> <annoying>. <laughs> Come Shouldn't on. the Flash have won that? What's right. he good for if he doesn't? <laughs> Superman's also supposed to be. He's not. Maybe a two-way tie. He's faster than a speeding Wonder bullet, Woman. but the Come Flash on. is supposed to be the fastest man alive. Yeah, but, but Superman, Superman is not a man. man. Yeah. <sighs> Something different. <laughs> I did think it was cool when Flash is running and he's got his whole thing going where everything else is in slow motion. <laughs> oh, yeah. But then he goes to run around Superman, and you can see Superman's following him. Yeah, oh, yeah, that was so cool. And moving that at the really same cool. speed and stuff. And, and then you like, see the oh, Flash's face be like, oh, oh. Turn out good. <laughs> and that's in slow motion compared to how Superman's moving, that the Flash's expression of his coming doom is like, <laughs> like oh, his slow motion. No. Coming in to like punch him right away. He's <laughs> like, wait, how fast are you? <laughs> no one told me this. <laughs> <laughs> so that was good and I liked how easily Superman took care of Steppenwolf when it was just him versus him and frankly you know if you've got Superman um, Jerry Seinfeld used to like to ask what what do you need a Justice League for <laughs> you've got Superman yeah and he's more powerful than everybody yeah I'm not sure why you need anybody else and and so he was crushing Steppenwolf. The thing that I didn't that I didn't like was how unrealistic they made Steppenwolf. I guess the whole character was CGI would be my. Oh yeah, it looks like a video guess. game. There are several moments I thought looked. Yeah, just especially like, well, in that field like, with the Amazons. Well, it didn't look like that for me. <laughs> it was it a did, big blur. <laughs> it did kind of seem to me that every scene that Steppenwolf was involved in looked like a TV advertisement for a video game. Yeah. Well, that could have been I part like of the 3D of effect, though, because 
having seen it without the 3D glasses on, I mean, you could really tell his face was seemed more real than... Or maybe it's because it was so blurry you couldn't tell what it was supposed to well, look like. No. <laughs> I mean, there were some things that were clear. Yeah, I wasn't not wearing though. my own glasses. Yeah, I'm, I'm with Mom on that, that 3D does kind of take out a lot of just the realism in a movie. Yeah, I have noticed that. that you know, this more recent 3D will tend to make stuff look faker. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's not, it's not like, and you can still see it in just the people's faces and stuff that it's like, mm-hmm. oh, it's a real person's face, but that just doesn't look quite right yeah mm. <clears throat> yeah so you don't have to have the red and the blue but you lose some of the humanity <laughs> oh, yeah. okay so bottom line i didn't hate this movie but i i don't want to see it again <laughs> and i'd watch it again i'd watch it again well y'all are easy <laughs> i don't know expert. if i would get it i don't know if I oh well well if yeah. mom's not gonna buy it that means it's horrible Wow. What? No, it just means that we I'm not invested stickers. in that. <laughs> yeah, we don't have any of the other ones. Do we well, have Man of Steel? Daredevil. We, we have... may have Man of Steel. Yeah. Uh, Daredevil. <laughs> That's just a Ben Affleck <laughs> movie. <laughs> well, but well, still. Well, we do have some other Ben Affleck movies. Hello, Mrs. Anderson. The Runyon Homestead. Yeah, I was going to say, just because we don't have it doesn't necessarily mean it's a sign of a bad movie. We do have some clunkers. So. <laughs> That's probably true. Well, <laughs> stuff happens. All right, so we are going to take our break and come back after that and talk about more thematic slash worldview issues in Superman. I mean, in the Justice League. <laughs> Are you interested in Christian education? Would you like to learn how to be a Christian teacher or how to run your very own Christian school with success? The GCS Apprenticeship Program can help. Learn more on our website at gcsapprenticeship.com. The Reconstructionist Radio Podcast Network brings to you a complete lineup of podcasts where you will hear practical and tactical theology. Our desire is not simply that you consume our shows, but that you also live out your faith in every area of life. We can talk all day long about these things, but if we fail to put them into practice, then we fail as ambassadors of Jesus Christ, our King. Subscribe now to your favorite Reconstructionist Radio Podcast Network shows, or you can subscribe to the Reconstructionist Radio Master Feed, where all of the content we produce including the audiobooks and audio articles, will pop up as soon as they are available. And don't forget to visit ReconstructionistRadio.com to volunteer as a narrator or to partner with this ministry financially. May the Holy Spirit stir you into action for Christ and His Kingdom. back with the Worldview Media Podcast, talking about Justice League. You always talk real slow, so... Justice League. Right. Right. (laughs) Alright, so it's time for us to talk more Worldview sorts of issues. Uh, One thing that I think is 
maybe just a product of the source material for the movie is that no, you get the sense nobody's really nobody's really thought very hard about an overall worldview uh, because uh-huh. it's like every legend and every mythology and every pantheon. It's available. They're all available. <laughs> they're all, they're all there, and so from a worldview issue, it's very very chaotic, very messy. Yeah, messy mm. and incoherent at times. Uh. One thing that did strike me is that there were a couple of times in the movie where they obviously portrayed Superman as if he was like a god figure to all the people of Earth. Mm. In fact, uh, Lex Luthor at the end actually refers to him as Earth's god or something. And so that was an issue for me, or that was something to note that Superman is obviously being portrayed as a divine character. Yeah. I don't think that's a new thing. And in this movie, he he gets resurrected. Yeah. With the help of his friends. He gets by with a little help. Right. With a little jolt of electricity. But then one thing that I noticed also that was interesting, the part that Mom thought was hilarious about... (laughs) about the world without Superman and how bleak it was yeah. and how nobody had any hope anymore and and the homeless guy couldn't write anything on his sign except I tried <laughs> you know yeah. they had this whole idea that uh, you know if the world doesn't have its God that it's, then it's going to descend into this uh, depressed hopeless yeah. thing but the truth is, the world as it stands mostly rejects any thought that there's mm. a god, <clears throat> mm. and a lot of people are pretty happy about that and and go about their business as if they're free. They can do whatever they want. Normal, right? Yeah. They've cast off the chains that were binding them, and mm-hmm. uh, so I thought that was an interesting worldview thing. Well, but if you if you take that and look at uh, government as being the god of our country because that's really yeah. who the, our people look to for you know they got to give me whatever I need that if suddenly those things weren't there oh yeah you know yeah there'd be a lot of depressed people it's the end of the world <laughs> yeah <laughs> right, you know, right. it'd be like what <laughs> oh I tried <laughs> <laughs> well right my assistants ran out and I had to get a job I tried to. I tried. So I can see that being kind of plausible, you know, because if that, even now when anything comes up with budgets and cuts and we've got to cut spending, you know, well, you can cut everybody else's spending, but don't cut what I get. Yeah. And so, you know, definitely the government has become that God figure. And if it were to no longer exist, there would be a lot of. Right. Well, I guess now that you put it in that light, you remember when Trump got elected and how many things were all over the media about people freaking out like the mm. end of the world had come oh, yeah. or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Kind of people ridiculous. crying in public yeah. about what are we going to do Kids now? going to school sad because <laughs> right. he won. And these are kids that don't know. Yeah. No, these were kids at elementary school. Oh, okay. 
Well, honestly, though, I was kind of sad because that's that's kind of terrible. But just as like a choice of bad taste, not as oh the world's ending. I was like, oh come on, guys, we can do better than that. You know? Well, with either candidate, we yeah, could have done no, better. Yeah, no, either way. It would have been a sad day. Yeah. Yeah, we knew the sad day was coming. We just didn't know what flavor it was going to yeah. be. Yeah. Orange. Cheetos. <laughs> Orange Cheeto. Oh, snap. You, you had a method behind that badness. Yeah. Why would I just say Cheeto? I, you say things. Crazy things you say. Uh, so, my thing was... Uh, the big thing that I got from it, apart from the whole Superman, is the God figure, sort of. And that's, like Jordan said, that's a pretty consistent thing in there. Um, was the big kind of discussion that they had, or debate, I guess, about whether or not they should bring Superman back. Mm. You know? And yeah. uh, what the morality of that is, you know, to bring back someone to go out and fight people, and you know, or... To, or um, even just recruiting these other people, like, can we ask them to risk their lives to do this? So, well, we have to, you know, so the, yeah. that kind of idea of it, which is, which I thought was kind of cool, because you never really see that really talked about too much in, like, the Marvel movies about, like, oh, well, what's the, what's the ethics of, you know, having Peter Parker come and fight, you know, this 19-year-old kid come out and fight all of the bad guys and stuff like that and sure the first one he's fighting other superheroes but then what's the ethics of that is bringing this kid out to fight superheroes yeah um and then to see kind of the uh the two main worldviews sort of butt up against each other you know uh wonder woman who's on the side that we shouldn't do this we shouldn't bring him back you know and you know give him like rest and respect for that and then um Bruce on the side of you know what we need what we need and that's what we have to do and so oh yeah so his ethics there was very pragmatic in terms of we need more than we have and yeah he's got it yeah yeah well and for Diana to be the one who is a god in the sort of herself to be saying you know well you just need to let him let him rest (laughs) you know so I thought that was interesting to see this like very super powered person. You know, who's in her movie, they say she's one of the new gods and stuff like that, that she needs... She's like, ah, no, he's fine, don't worry about it. And, you know, the the human's like, no, we need this this kind of intercessor. But wasn't part of the deal with that, them saying, well, we couldn't do anything for him. But with this energy that we have with the the mother box, then Mm -hmm. maybe that could do something for him. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of interesting. I was also really worried because Superman does die in the comics, and then I think he comes back and kills one. Evil people. Super, yes, Superman. evil, evil Superman comes back and goes so on his a pet rampage. cemetery. Superman, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it's like with his legit. red eyes and stuff. <laughs> yeah, every time they try and mess with Superman or make a new Superman, evil, a lot of people die. So I was really just kind of happy that they got off with minor property damage. <laughs> I was like, oh, thank goodness. Oh, boy. Yeah, it could have been a lot worse. (laughs) Well, all right. Any other thematic or worldview issues come to your mind? I I did note we didn't get much of the origin story for Cyborg. Oh, yeah. But it's almost... (laughs) Oh, I know you know this, right? (laughs) But in the movie, it struck me as almost... 
a Frankenstein story in terms of his dad's a doctor and a scientist who can use technology to save something of his son that yeah. was in the accident or whatever. And and then the ethics of kind of what Mary Shelley proposed in Frankenstein. You know, right. At, at what point does the use of technology become playing God and, yeah. and trying to take command over issues of life and death? And, uh, I thought that was... That was there, at least. They didn't explore it very much. But yeah. obviously the cyborg guy was not very happy about his condition. Yeah. For, right. Well, and that also gets into the question of humanity and, you know, what, what makes a person. What makes a person, right. Because if he's he's obviously got this new brain that's doing right. different at things. Right, at least a, a little bit of an upgrade. Brain. Yeah. <laughs> he's got new stuff. Maybe he's using more than that. 10%. Oh, hey, no. <laughs> <laughs> Looking for that. Right, and so I just kind of, that's going to be something that's going to be an issue because, you know, how on the Big Bang Theory, Sheldon Cooper's greatest wish is to have his oh his consciousness consciousness transferred to a computer or something. Yeah, so that robot. he can live on. Right. Yeah. Well, that, to me, that's very interesting because it assumes a very naturalistic view of personhood. That, you know, what you are is just the sum of the chemical reactions taking place in your brain and mm -hmm. stuff like that. And if we can, if we can digitize those, then we can transfer you. But, of course, the biblical view is that man is an immaterial being currently walking around in a tent. Paul calls it a tent. where. Yeah, we're in these meat suits, and it's not that we want to be unclothed, but we want to be further clothed. But for now, we are in something of a temporary tent, and I don't think that the biblical view is that you could you could take that personhood and and just kind of mathematically, you know, define it digitally and transfer it wherever it goes but part of the drive for doing things like that are because once i'm dead then there's no more of me right yeah. and so it's just a misunderstanding of what is essential in the person right. and it's not the physical or the mental it's um it's the spiritual yeah that's what i thought was kind of interesting because steppenwolf's uh dead person bug things. I'm not sure exactly what they were, but... Uh, his, flying monkeys. His so flying zombie <laughs> bug monkeys that that they were, were supposed to be uh, sensitive to fear, mm -hmm. you know, and then Diana and keeps dropping stuff about, like, hope and we have to believe and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So kind of the fear versus hope thing. But again, you didn't have... What? You yeah. didn't follow through, Diana. You let me down. It was her belief in Steve. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. he was the one who told her. Yeah. You gotta believe. Yeah. And, and she's said, like, okay. I'll do it for you, I'm Steve. Not sure, not sure what we're believing in, but okay. I'll just keep that word in mind. <laughs> yeah. <And> then, <laughs> for, but isn't that what our culture does? Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. You gotta believe in something. Okay. What? <laughs> what does that mean, really? Yeah. yeah. And when you just believe in something, uh, it's really nothing. <laughs> yeah. And then for just because we got to throw a shout out to Aquaman that we had the 
kind of acceptance of your your role and kind of your uh, your duty, your, your responsibility, responsibilities yeah. and stuff like that. That your destiny. Yeah, that he's just kind of like getting by, taking care of this one little village and stuff like that. Well, and he, he knows doing more than one village. He's doing one village. <laughs> that, dude's, that dude's just hanging out there because he knows he can get beer, you know? <laughs> oh, boy. Well, some dudes would do that, I think. Hey, I mean, <laughs> if, it, if it works. <laughs> I think there was also, like, a guilt thing with Batman because he felt at least partially responsible for yeah. Superman being dead. And I feel like that drove a lot of what he was doing throughout the movie, too. Like assembling the whole team because oh there's no yeah. Superman so I need to be himself yeah. I need to necessary. be in charge of this and yeah. then like oh we need to if I can bring Superman back I need to because I owe him and well doesn't he say that if Superman kills me then that's fair you know it's yeah. better that we have a Superman than than than, than me than like, a Batman. he's gonna be more help than I would anyway which is probably true well, well. see him take that guy down <laughs> he's Superman though he's just one it's super. <laughs> Yeah, interesting. Okay, there were also flashes that were interesting of, uh, not f- of flash. <laughs> I didn't feel like they made room for greatly expanding the role of the Justice League. Mm. And the same well, thing is true. Of, yeah, right. They were Talked gonna, about a table. They were going to meet more chairs. Bruce's old mansion or something. Yeah, like something. But, uh, so, go around the table, tell me which other Justice League member you'd be interested in seeing in the movie. Can uh, I go first? Because Carmen I want to see what they say, come up with. Carmen wants okay. to see Green Lantern. I do want to see a Green Lantern. Well, it looked like Green yeah. Lantern was supposed yeah, to show Yeah, I feel up. like he's coming. I was, I was waiting for Green Lantern the whole time. I was like, Green Lantern, Green Lantern. <laughs> Um, they wouldn't just drop a surprise Green Lantern in. I would have done it. They would have shown him in the <laughs> no, previews, been, just like they always show. But they had hints of time. lanterns in the past. Yeah. Well, yeah. It so did show said, a Green Lantern. Yeah, a last yeah. minute kind of flash of green that pushes something in the right place, and then it's like, oh, well, how'd that happen? I don't know. You're seeing stuff. Okay. You know, Green Lantern. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's your pitch? No. I, I would have put it in. Um... Martian Manhunter. Oh, see, I don't know much about that guy. He does seem weird. He's weird. He's kind of like the Vision. Oh, okay. but he's an alien. He's an alien. Oh, he's a Martian. Okay. He's a Martian. He's the last Martian. And he's a the strong, last Martian. He's supposed to be as strong as Superman. Kind of. It's kind of the same thing that you know. You come from the one planet, come to the new planet, Uh-oh. and your strength increases. But he's not as strong as Superman. But he can like read minds, and he's a shapeshifter. And he, yeah, like, he can. Goes through stuff. Can he like possess people? That's another thing. Is he overshadow? I don't know if he can. He might be able to overshadow. Where he just sort of phases into, and then he can like move. And I think he's got like. Does he have telekinetic powers? I don't know, Carmen. I don't know. (laughs) All right. Any other? Um. Because we're gonna send this right to DC. (laughs) Oh no. And Zack Snyder. You heard my Green Lantern pitch. Wait, you took two Martian then. Green. You did. You took Green Lantern and Martian Manhunter. I can probably keep going. Okay. <laughs> well, let me think. Um, keep probably maybe like uh, maybe like the the Green Arrow or like Hawk Girl or something. I was thinking Hawk Man and Hawk Girl. Yeah, they'd be cool. 
But their powers are dumb. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they got wings. <laughs> It'd be so cool if they weren't so late. <laughs> <laughs> they are late. It'd be neat to see them, like, in the background. Like, hey, look oh, at them. Right. They're flying like around. around. <laughs> what about the Wonder Twins? The Wonder they Twins. They ride Jen and Zayma. Or that the, is that their name? What? The Wonder <laughs> Twin powers activate. Yeah, they could, like, Is that the form the of, the shape yeah. of? Okay. That'd one be kind of fun. In, one turns into an animal and the other turns into some kind of wild. Water. What? I, like I don't know if it was water. Yeah, it was. Always water? Yeah, it was just like, it could be ice or it could be mist or steam or something. But I'm sure they had other things other than water. No, <laughs> the one guy could just transform into different forms of different water. Forms of water. Right. So she can transform into an actual well, swan, and he would be jibs. like an ice sculpture of a swan. Oh, <laughs> yeah, he definitely That's did. useful. <laughs> right. <laughs> they kicked a lot of butt doing that. <laughs> <laughs> and once once you turn into a couple of swans, one of ice. <laughs> I'd kind of be interested in seeing uh, their Captain Marvel. Oh, Shazam. 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 Yeah, that's his name, Captain Marvel. He's not Captain Marvel anymore. I think that movie is in the works, though, right? There's a Captain Marvel. There's a Captain Marvel Marvel in Marvel. And there's Shazam, Shazam. Captain Marvel in DC. He's just Shazam now. And they're doing a Captain Marvel movie. But I want a Shazam movie. (laughs) (laughs) No, I I thought I was reading that there's a Shazam movie in the works and The Rock is going to be in it. Nice. Oh my! Sign me up. I'm down. But I think he's the bad guy. Oh, I want right. to be Shazam. I want to be like the grown-up version. I of... think he's Black Adam. Black Adam. Oh no! I had heard that. I heard that he was that. That's right. The Rock deserves to be a superhero, supervillain, or something of some kind. He already sort of is in real life. Zone. Just yeah. Just well, he's Maui. Him. Oh, that's yeah. true. He's already been a demigod and Hercules and Hercules. What? Is Nobody left saw that. Though, man. Did they? I did. <laughs> oh boy! Oh boy! Surprise! He's also in that journey to the center of the earth. All right. Anything else? So was Reagan and Fraser. <laughs> Not the same one. No, but I'm saying, like, basically, they played the same role. <laughs> okay. The things you remember. <laughs> <laughs> what happened in the movie? I don't know. I can tell you what Brendan Fraser did. Reagan wakes ago. up to talk about Brendan Fraser. <laughs> Don't invite me on these. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got to. Well. All right. <laughs> still got so much to say. I think we're done. Any other worldview issues on your mind here? Mm, no, but I am excited to see their League of Villains. Oh. Oh, yeah. The upcoming. With Luther the teaser. Deathstroke. Yeah. I'm yeah. into it. There's an anti-justice league coming. What are they going to be called? The League of Evil. It's something like that, honestly. Like, I'm pretty sure the name is pretty close to League of Evil. Oh my goodness. Isn't that probably it? League of Evil? League of Evil? League of Evil. It's something very cheesy like that. I'm waiting for a One Punch Kid movie myself. There's a One Punch Man anime. All right. We're done here. Worldview Media Podcast. Thank you, the two or three of you who are still listening. We appreciate you. Sorry about all this. Yes. We, we, we feel horrible. They're called the Seriously. Injustice League. The Injustice oh. League. Or the Legion of Doom. Oh, Legion of Doom. Yeah. yeah. 
Injustice. That's perfect. <laughs> They're so justice. So They're injustice. <laughs> I told you it was something cheesy. <laughs> All right, it's time to go. <laughs> Bye. 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 Thank you for listening to the Worldview Media Podcast. Please visit reconstructionistradio.com to check out the other podcasts in our network and to download our free audiobooks. <laughs> <laughs>